That's how we do it around here. Oh, um, dear Lord. Yeah, hey, everyone. We're the Podcast Wreckers. Um, we're having a special show with just yeah. myself, Adam Aragon, and my co-host, cohorts, and uh, co-ed, um, Stephen Thomas. That's true. I, I never did go to an all-boys school. It was always co-ed. <laughs> yeah. Lucky for you. Yeah. From my understanding of 80s movies, that's how you grow up. I had a brother that went to an all-boys high school, and then he got kicked out for drinking. <laughs> I was going to say, how did that turn out? But you just answered that along with the statement, so thank you. Yeah, ever since I was like 12, I, I say that, like in one complete sentence. I just <laughs> condemn my brother's education like to anyone who will be willing to listen. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you about this guy. One time he did this, <laughs> and he failed so bad, I don't need to tell you anything else. <laughs> yeah. I only realize now at the ripe old age of 46 how harmful I've been to my dear, dear older brother. Sorry, bro. I, I, I have an older brother who I'm sure will never listen to this, but, um, you know. Yeah, he's actually, that. Yeah, he's my half-brother, half so he's, he's about, uh, I don't know, ten, 10 years older than me. Oh, wow. Maybe a little, you know, around there. And so uh, we didn't grow up together. He grew up with his, you know, his mom after my dad and her separated, um, and and I have a half sister as well, um, and so they were both raised uh, by their mother, who is Mormon. Mm. Um, so they were raised Mormon, and so for years, like they just, you know, they they like wouldn't allow either of us to mingle. We couldn't be in the same place, you know. We couldn't oh, hang no. out. Um, and uh, but my dad had some sort of visitation right, so occasionally they would come over and it would just be for a, a couple days. Yeah. So that was the way it was for years and years. And then about 15, 16 years old, um, my brother was um, like leaving the house and he's like, I can't stand it here anymore. Um, I'm not a Mormon. I play the bass. I smoke weed. <laughs> like, Hell you know, yeah. Yeah. He just totally went, you know, the other direction. Yeah. And so um, we took him, <laughs> we, we took him in. So he moved in with us at like 15, 16. So I lived with him for like, you know, 15 to 18 or something like that yeah um and i i like worshiped the guy i looked up to him like yeah you know he like was sure. sitting he, he but i remember mm -hmm. he'd go in there and him and his buddy would be like cutting up like tons of weed on the table and giant bong playing the bass you know and i was just like this is <laughs> as cool as it gets <laughs> oh he skateboarded too yeah so it's just yeah. like uh, it was like walking into like a christian slater movie <laughs> like that just was like oh you're everything I want to be. Naked, yeah, like, naked girl offers you a foaming beer. Here you go, Adam. Yeah. He got me. He got me into Metallica and iced tea. Nice. <laughs> metal nice. and metal and hard rap. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Good combinations. Yeah. He was angry. <laughs> yeah, well, he's raised by a Mormon in a broken family. Who knows? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking rad. Anyway, yeah. shout out! Shout out to my brother. Um. But my older brothers, I kind of idolized in a similar fashion, uh, although they were never able to grow weed in the house. Uh, <laughs> but they would have. As soon as they moved out, like they were pretty much outlaws. And uh, yeah, I was just completely enamored with their lifestyle. Uh, did you emulate it or just from a distance you like, you know? Oh, there was a <laughs> bit of an there was a bit of an age gap. There's five kids, and the three eldest uh, all kind of grew up a little bit more together than me and my younger sister. And so when they were getting into their shit, we were still little kids. And so by the time I was getting in my teenage years, they were, you know, in their twenties and stuff, and just kind of not, you know, not there most of the time. Uh, yeah, and by that yeah. time, you're kind of off doing your thing. Yeah, it was definitely a disconnection there. Uh, but when I was younger, I was just like, that's what I want to be like. And then, of course, when I went to high school, I was like, that person is like, yes, let's go smoke weed. <laughs> yeah, I just remember when the epitome of cool was like smoking cigarettes or smoking weed or drinking alcohol. If you could achieve one of that of that triad, you right. were like, you'd hit the top of the mountain. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And yet... I. 
I persevered in trying to go in in weird angles. Like me and my friends would smoke beaties. Did you ever smoke? Fucking... Oh, I remember beaties. Yeah, it was yeah. like a grape leaf with like uh, herbs in it instead of tobacco or something. Yeah, it was just a tightly little wrapped up tobacco leaf. I think it was just like you were just smoking a tobacco leaf, and you, it would just fucking give you massive head rushes and then a headache. Uh, you know, and I was always wondering why I wasn't getting laid. I'm sitting there with this fucking like little, like smoking like a splinter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember Beatties. Like I think you, you, they could sell them, right? Because like they weren't tobacco or no, they were tobacco. Uh, you had to get them at like a head shop. Yeah, I just yeah, it was always some weird little place that had them. Like, yep. and I, I do remember like getting them. And, I think at the time someone told me like, oh, you, you can smoke them because they don't have tobacco. I guess they were wrong and they were lying. And now I'm just learning this at my age. But <laughs> today is the day I learned that BDs apparently have tobacco. In them. You might be right. Maybe I was smoking some fucking eucalyptus leaf for all I know. I have no yeah, idea. My, no, my, my understanding is that it was, I guess what if I recall, and I could be just 100% wrong, but it, it was a grape leaf with uh, with some herbs packed into it, basically an herbal cigarette. Oh, okay. With a little pink string tied on. Yeah, a little string on it, yeah, to keep yeah, it. To kind of let you know, like, don't smoke <laughs> past <it>. here. <laughs> let, let it go, son. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've done your thing. You've looked as cool as you could look. Just don't. Don't be that guy. That's that's the save you from yourself string. Staining your fingertips now. You should stop. <laughs> oh god, I remember passing around the tiniest joint you could buy, you know, like when it's when it's down to just like just yeah. you're holding an ember. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I liked all the neat little things people came up with in like the late nineties and early two thousands, or at least that was at the time for me. But uh like like a this guy, one guy knew how to rock. It was just like a river rock. And he had it like kind of drilled out on one side. So it was like a pipe. But then you would just, it was made specifically for putting a roach in right at the end. You'd be like, oh, here you go. <laughs> he had like a, he had a, a device for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had an app for that. Yeah. Well, I remember roach clips and stuff too. Yeah. I remember when I found one in my, uh, um, uh, in my parents' closet, like in the, they had a little box of weed paraphernalia. Um, and inside was a roach clip and I was young and I obviously I could recognize weed. I could recognize a joint. I could recognize a pipe, but I had no clue what a roach clip was. Right. <laughs> so I was just like, why is this in here? Yeah. 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 It's weird. <laughs> like, what are you going to, you pick it up? You just use your fingers. Yeah. Or those roller thingies. I fucking always fuck those up. The joint roller with the two little oh, plastic. Oh, yeah. I never got the hang of that. Yeah. I So I embarrassed myself a handful of times popping fucking weed out all over my lap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Would you fuck it up? Oh, and my not God. Only, not only did it not roll a joint in any kind of way, but it also ejected it and ruined the fucking zigzags. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, like a back seat full of other people going like, hey, asshole, I would like to get by. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Uh, I swear I know what I'm doing. I do this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I can operate this. <laughs> it seems so simple. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, you know, I wonder, I wonder if you handed me one of those now, like if, if I would use it successfully, because I swear to God, to this point in my life, I have not. Yeah, I don't. I I just learned how to do it the old-fashioned way. And then, of course, I smoked uh, uh, fucking hand-rolled cigarettes, too, in, in yet another effort to not get laid in high school. Like I <laughs> Just to distance myself a little further from the top of the popularity pile. It's so, it's so frustrating to look at it in retrospect. Like some of the shit I did in high school, which now is like, yes, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fuck you either. I wouldn't fuck you either. I wouldn't fuck you. <laughs> I, was, I got into pipe tobacco for a little bit. I was telling people I was a black Cavendish man. Bad stuff. I'm a black Cavendish. Wow. Okay. Yep. You know, you, you, you impress me sometimes, sir. Not in a good way, but. Right? <laughs> I was just, I thought the way socially forward was to just ingest whatever and then. <laughs> ingest whatever. And then, I, oh, but yeah, I, I also, oh, dude. I'm like my kid too, where I like had, had this streak of just like, I want to be different. I want to be different. I want to do the well, other thing. I want to be stand out, you know? And I, so I, I, 
I don't know if it was a sense of rebellion or boredom, like, cause I grew up like at a cul-de-sac at the end of a street in the middle of like a small town. Mm-hmm. Like there, I had like, you know, three kids my age that I could hang out with. And like, we didn't, you know, we, we got up to shenanigans, but it was, you know, I don't, again, it might be just like my boring upbringing or whatever, but like throughout my teenage years, it was just like, what do you got? Mushrooms. Great. Uh, what do these do? Uh, should I mix them with acid? Uh, uh. <laughs> Is this cool to drink at the same time? <laughs> like, yeah, there was. A, I would just, was... I would just take what was given. I was, yeah. you know, it didn't matter what it was. Like, right, a, a, a reckless <laughs> kind of just voraciousness for that. Where, where, and I felt powerful. Like you know, even after having bad experiences on some of those things, <laughs> no, right? I would be either. like, well, I have to fix that. Yeah, I have to I'll have do a better good experience time. on it. So that Otherwise, it's going to haunt me and stay in my head. So. Right. Oh, my gosh. I'm I, I do remember that um, I was I was down at um, Thursday Night Market, downtown Santa Rosa, oh, yeah. um, back in the day, um, back when it was cool and people went there. Um, and some friend of ours had picked up acid from somebody. Um, and so we all got together. Someone's like, Hey, I've, I've got LSD. We're like, great. Um, and for legal reasons, we all did not take it. Um, (laughs) and, uh, I didn't take two hits. So, um, (laughs) we were were all nice and, and, and whacked out of our brains. So, uh, you know, an hour or two goes by, we're tripping, we're wandering around. Everything's interesting. And suddenly I have this horrible realization. I have a job and I have to work and I have to work in like an hour and a half and I have to get there by bus. So I freaked out. I was like, Oh my God, guys, I just realized I work today. (laughs) I worked, I worked in like a shitty like barbecue restaurant, like where I was like the waiter, the cashier, the cook, the janitor, you know, whatever they they need doing. I mean, I was like, I was like, 15 or 16 or like you're calling so, in sick for days on that one. Oh, dude no no and and that is what a sober normal intelligent person would have done i did not call in sick sir wow. i instead rallied my friends around me and said guys i need your help i need you to like get my head straight get me on a bus get me to my job and like I need, I I can't get fired. Like I'll I'll, like so much will happen to me. Like I need to do this. So my friends being good friends. Okay. Like, so four of them on acid jumped on a bus with me and like talked me down the whole bus ride. Like you're going to be fine. Play it cool. You don't even look high, man. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to give me the pep talk that would like get me through the next like six hour shift that I had to work. Right. Yeah. And it's so, probably good for all of you, honestly. But well, well, it's fun. You know, again, this is a story of failure because I oh, was, no. Um, yeah, no, I was about three quarters of the way there on the bus, and I'm sweating bullets. My head is lolling around like I'm so obviously high. There's just absolutely no disguising it. Yeah. And so all of a sudden we shift gears into like, okay, we need a story that explains why right. you can't work. <laughs> Now that you can see it down the street. Okay. New plan. (laughs) Oh, God. That's not going to work. So we spent, yeah, 40 minutes talking me up and seven minutes talking me like, no, don't. Don't go to work. And here's why. And so all we could come up with in our hazed brains after like seven minutes of panicked, oh, shit, is we got to the, the bus, like, literally drops off in front of the restaurant. And so me and three friends get out. Um, and, uh, I think this is Halloween, by the way, <laughs> just to make everything weirder. Sure. Um, and, um, so we get out and one of the owners is standing out front and two of my friends are literally like holding me up between them. Oh, and God. she comes out and she's like, what the hell's going on? And I start to make an excuse, but all that comes out is like, I don't, I just, I can't, uh, I, mm. you know smooth like (laughs) Mm. so i played Mm. it pretty i think i played it pretty cool um (laughs) but my friend my friend jumped in she jumped in and saved me and she said uh she said we were down at the thursday night market and uh someone was passing a drink around we thought it was just beer or something like that it was spiked so someone gave him a spiked drink like he drank something yeah we, we don't know what it is we're going to take him home 
There you go. Um, you know, and, and like at the time, I was like, genius, right? Genius. Sure. But of course, like her reaction is, oh my God, he's been drugged. Let's call the police and take him to the hospital. Oh, dear Lord, no. <laughs> so now we're backpedaling, like, well, you know. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, he, he drank something he didn't know, but I think we probably know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. not make a thing of it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure, like, if they're not complete idiots, they, like, yeah. eventually picked up on the fact of, like, okay, you just need to go. Yep. <laughs> and so I think they, the restaurant they, industry must, like, get used to that. You know. Oh yeah, I, I do remember the. I mean, one of the owners coming in and just blasted out of their mind on pills one time. So I didn't feel too bad. Nice. Um, <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, so my friends like yeah again they they took me to work and tried to get me to work and then tried to get me not to work and then uh, talked me out and talked them out of like having me go in there and try to operate humanity, um, let alone knives and meat and fire. Yeah. <laughs> It probably saved my life that day. Right? Um, yeah. But they took they took me to a party where I, I was so, I, by that time, I was just so completely lit up that uh, there was a band playing. And I just ran up in the middle of a song and grabbed the microphone <laughs> and just started ranting at people and just ruined it. I just ruined oh, the party, no. ruined the song, ruined the set. I just decided everyone needs to hear what I have to say right now. <laughs> Oh, no. Did you? That's fantastic. Yeah, so, you know, that's uh, that's what I did instead of not working. You know. <laughs> I was like an asshole. Out <laughs> just whatever Jewish. seemed like genius to you at the time. Yeah, exactly. Right? You know what? All this is sort of like Rocky Horror Picture Show. If you think about it, none of us are really... <laughs> like, yeah, I was just... Oh, dear Lord. I'm sure it was the stupidest rant of my entire fucking life, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, anyway, so, so I can hold my shit pretty well, I think. I worked at the Boston Market uh, restaurant chain down in Los Angeles area uh, back when I was like twenty. I'm gonna call uh, them for telling you. I worked there for two days, and then on the third day, me and my friend went to uh, <laughs> a, a really big park out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, out, good, good. Yeah, just out in Malibu Canyon um, State Park, and uh, we got lost in the hills, and and we didn't get back to the parking lot until nighttime. And we thought like we were really really lost, and we thought like we we're gonna get chased by an animal and all this shit. And and so I was just like, well, I'm fucked, and so I just didn't go back after that. And then they called me like three days later, and they're like you don't have a job here anymore. I was like, no. Wait, wait, wait. I, it was I, so I, like, just, just I, I, so I kinda, non-committal. I kind of missed, missed a step here. So wait a minute. You were at work and then what? I only worked there for two days. And the third day, uh, I was supposed to be there at like four o'clock. So it was a night shift. And I was like, uh-huh. my buddy was like, let's go hiking at like, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, fuck yeah. Oh, okay. So like so third, we third day, you were just like a no-show. I got lost in the woods. Complete no-show. <laughs> And then I got embarrassed about it. I was like, I can't talk to them. And so I just oh, ghosted yeah. them completely. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. And then they it called feels me. feels so terrible. And yeah. they were just like, you don't have a job here. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I had come to that conclusion. Right. I appreciate you confirming it. But uh... yeah. Yeah. They were upset. Like they weren't. It was just like they didn't like yell at me or anything. But. The way they said it, they were just quietly angry that I'd wasted their time and resources, which yeah, yeah, I would have been too. Yeah. Like, what an asshole. Uh, yeah. But I'm an idiot. We're not angry, Stephen. We're just disappointed. Yeah, no, I was just a young idiot back then. I'd just removed to the area, and so I'd only been back home for like a few, like a month. And I did that, and I was like, fuck, that was dumb. So then I went back to my old job at a supermarket, local supermarket, and then worked there for like a month. And I was like, oh, I hate you guys. And then I worked for auto insurance specialists. Anyway, this is fascinating. The story gets better and better. It does, doesn't it? I'm sorry. I've had a long day. Yeah, sorry. Right. I'm battling. Um, this is a good podcast. This is good. Yep, podcast. this is good content. We're not going to cut a damn minute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, 
was thinking of like terrible drug stories, you know, and like, oh God, I remember um, again, like I was just, I was, I, I don't know, brave or stupid or, or just rebellious. Like, I don't know what was in my mind that made me feel like an invincible God <laughs> at the age sure. of like 16, 17, that like seems like another human being entirely to me now. Cause you know, you get older and you get more cautious and careful and you know, that fire yeah. burns, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, well, I think, I think I was, there is a sense of you are physically just so much more powerful at that age. You know, it, it it's true. Just like, just scientifically speaking. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're, you have you a ton of hurt. energy. Yeah. If you get <laughs> hurt, you're going to heal in like a week or something. You're fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're, cuts you're and a little, everything. You're a little like, drug ridden Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. You're just super elastic. Exactly. And so, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it, it, there's some truth to that, but it, it's, it's, it's like a drug itself. Like the sense oh. of powerful um, invincibility that you get at that age. Well, I remember as soon as uh, my problem was, as soon as I survived something, I would up the ante. And so right. the first time I did mushrooms, um, I was a hot, you know, a hot mess for half of it and had, had kind of a good time, but it wasn't great. So the next time I did two weights of mushrooms, like, you know, and, and then, like, right. yeah, you, you know, you I was going the other direction. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. Half yeah. would have been, yeah. And so I, I constantly corrected the wrong direction story of my life. Um, and, uh, but I did that once. Um, I was with some friends, um, hanging out again in Santa Rosa downtown, and we all did mushrooms. And I decided, uh, I'm pretty hardcore. I'm going to take two of those, two oh, ounces no. of mushrooms for me, good man. Thank you. Yep. Yep. And um, so <laughs> um, I got wrecked, and uh, every, I was like way higher than everyone else. Everyone else was like, "Ooh, colors," and I'm just like, "I can't see police because I'm dying." <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah. So at some at some point I I like I lost time. I like blinked in and out, but at some point I ended up at a party. And I remember kind of stumbling around talking to people and just like little bits and pieces. And then I, I like but most of it I blacked out. I don't remember it. Sure. Um and so the next morning I woke up in what I can only describe as an adorable, tiny, pink, young female child's bed. Oh shit. That's like, not good. Like the like the bed of an eight year old, well cared for girl. <laughs> like, That's there was no, frightening. There, there was no there was no girl around. There was no human around. I was in there by myself, face down on this tiny bed, wow. like with my legs dangling off of it. But I looked wow. around like, um, did I just wander into a house? Right. Like, like I had no idea what was going on, and so um, I, I walked out, and immediately I saw people like passed out all over the floor. And I was like, okay, I'm still at the party. Like, I feel, you know, yeah. like, this isn't a horror movie outcome. This is just, I, I crashed in someone's sister's room or something like that. And that ended up being the case. Like I would talk to, I found a friend of mine who lived there and yeah. I said, dude, um, what was up with that? And he said, yeah, man, you were kind of a mess. And at one point you just said you really, really wanted to sleep. And like, obviously like, there's no free bed. So like, I put you in my sister's room. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so they literally just like brought me in and like I just face face planted downward into the bed and passed out. Um and that's that's how I slept and that's how I woke up and then I woke up kind of terrified that I'd done some horrific crime. Yes. <laughs> um and then I then I started freaking out because again I realized I had to work that morning. So again, I just completely forgot that I had a job and decided to do way too many drugs for the period before that. Once this again. Yeah, this time I worked at Macy's um, selling watches and fine jewelry. Ooh, nice. Yeah, so I had to wear a shirt, a tie. I had to look nice. Like, yeah. Um, and so I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I'm in Santa Rosa. My clothes are in Windsor. My job's in Santa Rosa. So I start freaking out and going around and people are like, um, can someone give me a ride? And they're like, talk to this guy. And I talked to this guy and he said, dude, you freaked out about all of this last night. Oh shit. <laughs> he said, so you told everyone the story. You told everyone oh, what's going on. No. You begged us for a ride. Yeah. He said, just to get you to calm down, I told you I would, I would take care of it for you. Oh, and shit. lo and behold, this random hero 
says, come on, let's go, puts me in his car, drives me to Windsor, lets me get dressed, drives me back to my job, and I get in with like two minutes to spare. Wow. I'm still coming down off shrooms. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. Some watches. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, but, uh, to top off the, uh, the icing on the cake here, I sold more watches that day than I did any other day that I worked at Macy's. Nice. You're like L- that. Literally that, that the old, most. You're like that old professional, professional baseball pitcher that like pitched a no hitter on acid or whatever. I forget the guy's name, but everybody yeah, loves yeah, to yeah. talk about him. <laughs> Similar thing. He's like, who needs a fucking watch? You're going to watch my, me. I'm so tired. It was my shoeless Joe Jackson moment here. Yeah. That's my, amazing. My, my, my theory is that I, I was so, um, you know, like when you go to show someone a watch, right? So you're like, oh, here's this, you know, nice Swiss watch. But if you're kind of high on shrooms, you're like, look at this fucking <laughs> thing, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can you even believe it? Look how thin it is. You know, like, Totally. You can hear it. You can hear it. You can fucking hear it. I'm telling you. <laughs> that is amazing. So that's my You're just so fascinated by yeah. every So completely one. enamored by every product we own. Think of how many tiny little gears are in this. <laughs> like how many people had to work to make it so you can just go like, oh my God, it's three, you know? <laughs> If you don't buy two of these, you're an idiot. (laughs) You're right, Adam. You're absolutely right. I never never really thought of it that way. I don't know why I'd ever think of it that way. Just just take my credit card and run it as many times as you need to. Maybe if we can get this conversation over, I'll buy a watch and I can move on. (laughs) Yeah, the other other part might have been people making me. Like just that being their exit to a very uncomfortable situation. So yeah, either I was the best salesman ever because I was enamored with the product, or people were like, "Yeah, yeah, great, I'll buy it." Bye. Yeah, <laughs> great, no problem, dude. Just stop talking. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever you need, I'll do it <laughs> if you just calm down. <laughs> oh my and, god, that is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, I, I was a um, a diligent and successful young man. Yeah. I showed up to Sears drunk when I worked there. <laughs> well, say, it, there's a big difference between showing up to Sears drunk and showing up to Sears drunk and you work there. <laughs> yep. And, but, uh, but do I, tell. Yeah. Again, you know, very young, stupid. Um, I was 21 at the time and worked in their receiving dock and had just pulled an all-nighter with some buddies and same kind of thing where it was like, you know, three in the morning and I was just like reeling and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I have responsibility. So I was like, well, I better go to sleep. So I, you know, went to bed and then an alarm seemed to go off like five minutes later. And I was <laughs> yeah. like... Well, you not rested at all, even more time. <laughs> I am still drunk. Like, really <laughs> drunk. <laughs> And so I thought yeah. the 38 minute nap would do it. <laughs> so bad. I walked um, to work. I good, showed good, up late. Man. Yeah, I showed up late. And this guy, Mike, walked up to me uh, before I could get too far into the warehouse. And he walked up and he was like, Stephen, you're drunk. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't know if you know. <laughs> Yeah, and immediately I was like, because I, I didn't really get shit still back then. I was like, no, no, no. I was drunk last night. I just drank so a lot last night. I can't be drunk today. That was yeah. yesterday. Exactly. That's what I was saying. I was like, no, I think I'm just really hungover. And he was like, dude, you fucking reek. Like, you smell like fucking vodka. <laughs> yeah. You were not hungover. You are still going. Yeah, and I was like, I haven't drank anything. He's like, when did you stop? I was like, well, two hours ago. I was like, well, I went to bed at three, and I I don't know, right before I went to bed, fuck. I took an Irish car bomb about 75 minutes ago. and (laughs) Yeah, but he was so nice. He was like, go home. Go home. I'll tell was them this, was you this called a manager in sick. or just a coworker. Or? This was a coworker, a random coworker oh. from another apartment that I barely ever had any contact with. I think he was just a sympathetic dude. I think he was yeah. somebody who must have been down the same kind of stupid path before, and he 
happened to catch me before I could get in any trouble or anything. And he was just like, go home. I'll say you came in and you were like coughing and stuff. And I just said, yeah, yeah. He was, he was so sick. I sent him home. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's great. I know he was a a saint. What a a great dude. I know. He was a total saint. I mean, honestly, maybe in retrospect, maybe I should have gotten busted because then I could have learned a lesson and maybe (laughs) developed a little bit more my my life and my personality and shit. But like, no, instead, I was like, thanks, Mike. (laughs) Just walked home and grabbed like a six pack on the way home. It's the kind of thing through the lens of below 30 that is the coolest guy in the world. And through the lens of above 30, you're like, what what an irresponsible young man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like he wasn't doing you any favors. Right. I I could see it both ways, you know? Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, who's he to like, you know, correct my behavior too? Yeah, so it was cool. The the smart idea for the customers was was to get you the hell out. (laughs) That's right. Exactly. I would have fucking fell off the loading dock or something. Yeah, probably saving himself and his boss and everyone else a lot of headache. Yeah, Eureka Sears. What a great, (laughs) great Sears. (laughs) Where dreams happen. (laughs) Where dreams happen. Eureka Sears. 1998. Oh my god. That's when shit got real. It was so cold. Uh, like I would work there nights and like the the parking lot where the loading dock was where people would come to like get their fridges loaded up and shit. Uh was on like there was a parking lot and then there was the water. Like cause Eureka is like a port town. Like there's just like a, a wharf like right there. And we used to get fucking wharf rats. They were amazing. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I used to go out uh, out by the loading dock. There was a picnic table, and I'd sit there smoking uh, on my lunch on my smoke break. And I remember seeing what I thought was a possum go across the parking lot. And my buddy Nate was like, "That's a wharf rat." I was like, "What?" He's like, yeah. "Hey, look at hey, look at that lion. <laughs> that's a wharf rat." Yeah, I couldn't believe it. He was hey, like, look, "That's a, how do, big look, they look, get. look, look, a Doberman. No, that is a wharf rat." Exactly. It was amazing. That's scary. It was. It was like the size of a small dog, but it had uh, like, you know, the big at, the big rat ass bumping back and forth. Yeah, and it was yeah. just all... But it was like huge, huge, huge. Okay, like to the, to the level of if you kick it, it might not go anywhere. Yeah, like would you kick a raccoon? I'm not going to kick a fucking raccoon. Yeah, I wouldn't kick day. this wharf rat either. That little motherfucker, you know, away. God. Yeah, that was such a weird fucking time. Ugh. That was weird. Oh, you know what? I do have a uh, curious though. So when I was in high school and around that time, mm-hmm. everyone talked about Eureka as in hushed tones as just like the weed epicenter of the entire planet. Obviously, this is before things were just legal, right? Um, and so I, I had never spent any time. I've been to Eureka like two or three times for like something or another for an hour. Like, so I know nothing about Eureka, mm-hmm. but I just remember everyone talking about it. Like, Oh, that's where you get all the weed. That's where you get the best weed. That's where you get the most weed. Like it just like, it was like the weed Mecca. Like, is that, is that your experience or is it just like any other place? That wasn't my experience per se. It Eureka, Arcata, McKinleyville, and, you know, all the towns up there, up and down the 101, very similar yeah. to like Sonoma County. Um, you know, as long as you like knew, a dozen Cloverdales, as long as you knew anybody, like you could get really amazing weed, like no problem. Like every, it seemed like everybody knew a grower, you know what I mean? So it was really, really, really easy. Or like everybody like either knew a grower or was growing. Like weed was always the easiest goddamn thing to find up there. Well, that's that's kind of what, that was my question. Is is it was it was it plentiful and was it great and was it you know yeah easy to get yeah uh, for the most I, part I, all you'd have to do is approach you know somebody who kind of looked like a hippie or kind of long hair or whatever and you know it was kind of like the 90s up there was kind of like the 60s again in a way it was just like yeah as long as you approach somebody who looks like they would <laughs> they would do those things yeah. that you like to do their <laughs> odds are they'll either have it or they'll be like yes let's go i know this person and then like you know a walk yeah. away or like you know let's just hop in the car and yep you go to his apartment and you know it's just just no just find just find a guy who has a beard clearly because he hasn't shaved and not because he wants to have a beard or a guy wearing a poncho. Right. <laughs> one, yeah. one of those two people and you're golden, right? Like Although Arcada 
<clears throat> being more the uh, where you know where the school was Humboldt State University that is definitely was more like the hippie left wing kind of central um, Eureka for the most part most of the people of Eureka were um, uh, white just working class um, and a lot of meth the thing that Eureka I, I was heard, I did hear about that at some point as well yeah yeah that was the predominant story the and reputation that Eureka had at the time that I lived there and when I lived <laughs> they put in it Arcana. on the billboard famous for <laughs> well and you know I you did see your fair share of people who had the gaunt bony yeah. face tight looking shit going on and for the most part they were white people they were like very very white people like because there's a lot of um the logging industry up there has been there for generations and so there's a lot of built-in families that are just logging families you know yeah. and so and white, of course and white people are terrible well it's just that's that at the time <laughs> I, I don't know what the diversity is up there now but in the nineties, it was in the nineties. It was predominantly white people, and yeah, that's yeah. Co- that's coming from a person who grew up in Southern California in the San Fernando Valley, where it was just like, you know, every every every, every mix, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the experiment as it is intended, you know, and so I. I could tell, like, you know, I could just sense it when I was there. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I haven't seen a black person in like a few days. Like, I barely ever see any Mexicans or like, you know, I occasionally see some Asian or Indian people, but like, holy shit, it's a lot yeah, of just, just a very white, white people. Town, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I, and I, a lot of people on meth and a lot of people, you know, like very right wing ish, like what you would call right wing now. Back then, we didn't really say right wing. We were just more like, I don't know. We were just like, because we were more like, or at least me and my friends thought we were more hippie-ish kind of people. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, we, we didn't really get along. But that was the weird thing about moving up there from Southern California, too, was like, you know, yeah, that's, like, that's in retrospect. Quite a, quite a jump. <laughs> I, well, and in retrospect, I probably looked like an asshole to a lot of those types of people who had lived there for generations and were logging families and stuff like that. They're like, Oh, here's this San Fernando Valley SoCal kid that comes up to go to Humboldt State University and <laughs> likes this, to think he knows everything kid. about everything. With, with his diversity and his without his meth addiction. Oh. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. But at the time like if you I'm sure to this day still, I mean, you know, Humboldt State University and like the people that attend there for the most part are incredibly like very optimistic left-wing you know like ecologically minded like whatever like people that are pursuing good life type things that i really respect and and all that but you feel this sense of like you assholes from the greater built-in community that you can feel has been there for just generations that is more like you know the built-in little towns that creep back into the woods off the 101 for for me there's there's a a triad of uh pcp crack and meth um if you are dealing with anyone who's actively on one of those things it is terrifying (laughs) I want to do anything to get out of this situation and away from you. (laughs) Right. Well, I remember in retail, uh, you 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 used to have to deal with people on meth all the time. And, you know, it's it's distracting and it's annoying and you want to finish up the transaction as fast as possible. You're just like, oh, God, please stop talking. Like, why are you asking me so many fucking weird questions? And like... (laughs) Yeah. forcefully laughing and like shaking. Don't you, think, don't you think don't you agree with me don't you agree with me yeah on, there's aliens right there's aliens yeah exactly yeah and just like <laughs> weird fucking shit where i'm just yeah. like this is fireside chat shit at a campground not three in the afternoon you're buying a fucking <laughs> six pack you're like oh wait what the fuck like, <laughs> why are you so concerned what i think about aliens <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it was the 90s so yeah there was a lot of talk about aliens that's true Y2K, yeah. bro. Do you ever think about Y2K? Like, do you even fucking know about it? It was like, oh, fuck. I remember I, I, worked, <laughs> I, I worked for the military um, when Y2K what? came. Yeah. You're um, a military <clears throat> contractor? Yeah, I was. I worked as a subcontractor for the, for the Department of Defense, actually. Is it directly for the DOD? Um, <clears throat> all in guns. 
Yeah, uh, you know what? Bra- brag, I've been t- I've been to the Pentagon. I uh, was not allowed to touch or go pretty much anywhere. But anyway, sure. yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I worked for the DoD and I, I helped uh, build some of their website stuff. Um, when I was, I was it was literally my first job out of school. It was like right into the, like the you know the deep at deepest end of the pool where like you have to follow like military protocol and every safety standard and you know all this. Are stuff. you going to get imprisoned for talking about this? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. Cool. Well, yeah. well, I'm happy to yeah. say that I was the guy that was there. Yeah. <laughs> you, guys will, you, you guys will see the door kick in here in a minute and all this. <laughs> and then someone who looks kind of like me will jump back on camera and be like, I am tired. I'm going to bed. <laughs> I may take a lot of pills. Good night. <laughs> Disregard um, all previous statements <laughs> and, and broadcast. <laughs> no, but I... I, I worked for them and I was I was helping to do this you know project they were working on and um, oh, man I I didn't know what I was doing and I went to military bases all the time I, I lived in I, they moved me to Jacksonville Florida sure. um, wow. and it was because uh, it was a large base there and so a big yeah. military presence and so we were stationed like Jacksonville we were there. that's yeah, awesome yeah, Jack, just like in um, uh, the Good Place yeah, I don't know if you watched that show. I've seen a little bit of it, yeah. But yeah, yeah, the one guy from Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was the first year the Jacksonville Jaguars existed. So nice. It was they were so everyone was so hyped about <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars. Funny story. Side note: When I lived there, I came there from California, and I was mm-hmm. living in California, paying like nine hundred dollars rent for like a two bedroom piece of crap apartment, you know, with a friend. Um, and I'm sure that same apartment now would probably be like two grand, but you know, at the time yep. it was like, it was a 900 bucks and it went, we split it. It was 450 each and it was, it was a crap hole. It was just a shitty apartment. Yep. Um, <laughs> when I moved to Florida, I realized I could get my own pretty decent, nice two bedroom apartment for $500. Jesus. And so my friend talked me into going to this place. He's like, dude, I found this place. It's epic. So we go there. It's beautiful. It's like like there's gates and security and manicured lawns, fountains, multiple pools, tennis courts. Yeah. Um, I go inside the apartment. It's beautiful. Vaulted ceilings, a fireplace, washer and dryer in the unit. I'm like, holy crap, man. And so the whole time they're kind of apologizing in advance about the price. And then, you know, so we're kind of building up to like, okay, what does it cost to live here? (laughs) um, They hit me with, okay, so it's kind of because, you know, it has a washer and dryer inside. And it's kind of because you're right next to the pool and, you know, it's one of the prime spots. So, um, yeah, the rent is $8.50. Um. I just was like, just in shock. I was just trying not to laugh. So <laughs> you should have like, should have like paused, like, huh? No, I wish I wish it had been cool enough <sighs> to be like, ooh, you know? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. ah, ah. ooh, that stings. <laughs> you can't I do, do like this place too. Yeah, I do like yeah. it, but yeah, ah. but oh, that, that hurts. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't that cool. I just literally, I just hold hold my face and my teeth together so hard to just not laugh in this poor woman's face yeah um and of course it was a two-bedroom i was splitting with someone else so it was half that for the rent so i was paying less rent than i was in california for this gorgeous apartment in a beautiful spot that to wrap this up is where three or four of the jacksonville jaguars lived oh nice so several several of the team members lived in the same complex nice big fucking guys (laughs) <laughs> yeah every now i i actually run into them now and again like in the hot tub of the pool or something like that and you could tell you know by the fact that they're six foot eight and hugely muscled yeah, yeah. Uh, just like otherworldly it. creatures you're like oh hey wow you fit yeah. inside this that's cool hey, yeah. so wow <laughs> one, one guy filling an entire hot tub and curling two beautiful women <laughs> That's awesome. Um. <laughs> my wife is uh, my wife is a massage therapist, and um, sometimes, and where she works is like kind of a vacation e destination. And so, you know, sometimes celebrities will come, and then sometimes um, professional athletes. And 
she's had to massage a few um, professional football players, and she says it is exhausting. Cause yeah, I bet, you, right? You just the, the the amount of muscle mass that you have to just get all, down all the pressure you can into, muster. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're just like I am, just like my whole body, like come on, like try, and he's just like, yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I would kill a normal person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Somebody else would be like, "You just broke my shoulder blade." What? What the my fuck? Sternum's gone. What's going? On? <laughs> yeah, like I said deep pressure, but come on. Um, I, I I do run into that problem. Just I'm a big guy, and so often when I when I get a massage, I usually like get these people where I'm like, yeah, "You can go a little harder than that." Now yep. you can go a little bit harder. Yeah, I don't know if you can go harder. <laughs> yep. yeah, you know, totally. Well, okay, then then what you're doing is fine. <laughs> I think you have to have a, somebody massage you of a certain strength level. My, my wife. Oh yeah. Well, it's very, always like a strong, it's always it's so. always like a ninety pound you know Asian lady who like. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Right. That's but. the thing. Like I, I went to a chiropractor actually, and she was a you know kind of smaller you know dainty kind of one or whatever and i was like oh okay well let's see how this goes and uh you know did some okay adjustments and stuff like that um but like had me on this thing i think it was called like a gravity table or something where it just you, you lay on the table and it goes like it's raised like an inch and then it just drops down oh yeah that's a chiropractor tool yeah chiropractor did, did i say she was a chiropractor yeah, I I yes. Okay. Oh, so, I, thought, I thought you meant a, mis a misuse. Anyway, but yeah, uh, yeah. I know the table you mean. Yeah, they, they just drops parts of you all of a sudden. Right, and you know, instead of like the other stuff I was used to with other chiropractors, where they would actually just be strong enough to get in there and do that themselves, you know, <laughs> well, they just like gravity and danger do the work. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't even. It was like an inch, you know. So it was really weird. Like it was like being on a table with like a leaf that like suddenly falls into place or something. Yeah. Like, Oh, okay. Uh, and and I remember she would say, like, she'd give me a warning. She's like, okay, it's going to drop. Ready? In three, two. I guess <laughs> like, it's going to be like, oh, it's so upsetting to me. And I just, I would always walk away going like, I don't feel like much, much happened. Like you, you, It has to, both chiropractors and massage therapists, they have to be of a certain strength. That's um, my point, goddammit. And we've been funny the whole time. God, I love everything you say, Stephen. It's great. Um, <laughs> um, no, I uh, was. I when did, is I the drug When is the drug monster coming? He said uh, he would I, come soon. I don't think. I don't think it's coming. I think we are the drug monster, and that's the lesson we learned from today. Damn it, um, Matlock. <laughs> Matlock, you say you're going to be the drug monster coming at the end. Oh, but I, I did want to finish this off with another terribly embarrassing story, which I have a plethora of. Oh, God, um, me too. A, a friend of mine, a, a friend of mine, told me once about this um, uh, house of massage. <laughs> oh dear Lord! God. None of this should be shared to anything. <laughs> I know. Well, there we go. Anyway, so are we live um, streaming on Facebook? We're or not live streaming now, but uh, good. I'm, I'm not editing this out either. Um, okay, you're a willing participant, and you're actively approving of this by being in the show. I want to hear about these houses of ill repute. Well, anyway, so we went to a house of ish repute. Ah. And uh, so that's what he said. He totally told me that's what this place like. Yeah, oh, yeah, they do that kind of thing, you know. And sure. I was like, and I, I said, well, like, how does it work? I, I was genuinely, genuinely curious, a little mortified, but kind of curious. And mm -hmm. I was like, so how does it work? And they said, well, they give you a massage, and if you want to like give them another twenty bucks or something at the end, they like you know massage a different area. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, all right, you know, interesting. And so my buddy's just so hyped on doing this. And so what we went in and I decided, you know what? They do massage here. So I'm literally just going to get a massage. There you go. I'm not, I'm not going to do the right. finale, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, you know, and, and uh, I'll let him do whatever he does. Yeah. You're going to so say no to drugs. Yeah. So we go in and we say, yeah, you know, we're both here for a massage. Here we go. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. um, we both, you know, this 30 minutes, 90 minutes, 60 minutes, whatever it is. Yeah. And uh, so they, they split us up and they send us into these rooms. And the lady comes into the room who is like, oh, God, she had to be approaching 70 years old. Sure. <laughs> and believe it or not, yes. proceeded to give me like the best massage I've ever had in my life. 
Nice. Like, just did an amazing job. Nice. Like, yeah, and I had this great massage. And then I'm kind of like, okay, well, you know what? This is surprisingly good. You know, like, it all worked out. And then she kind of goes, do you, you know, do you, do you yeah. kind of hinting? Like, do you want a half year? Yeah. And, and I'm like, from a 70-year-old woman? <laughs> like, no. Yes, like, yes, of course uh, I do. Yes, proceed. <laughs> Well, uh, no, no. I don't see this opportunity popping up any other time soon. Please proceed. Oh, I, I was instantly like, oh no, 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 no. oh no, I'm I'm a eunuch. <laughs> <laughs> like a Ken doll down there. It's uh, who when, uh, when I pee, it looks like a uh, sprinkler. The <laughs> classic. I am a eunuch defense. <laughs> it works so many times. No, no, um, I, I'm a eunuch. You know, an ancient guard of a and that's princess. Why I'm, and that's why I'm shoplifting from Target. <laughs> that's why I'm here getting a massage from you today. Um, I'm going to return anyway. to court after this to protect the princess. So, so I shoot her down. I was, I was like, okay, no, I'm good. So, thank you so much. No, 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 I'm good. Thank you. And like, I tipped her and I leave. And my buddy comes out a few minutes later, um, and out comes this gorgeous nineteen-year-old, skinny, beautiful Asian girl. Um, you know, and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so. We get outside and I want to compare notes here. And I'm like, what's going on? And so I told him, I said, dude, I had this 70 year old woman, like, you know, she was nice, but like, I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't want that from her. And he's like, dude, that's not who gives you the happy ending. They send in the hot chick. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. And I was like, oh, okay, God. Because, like, yeah, during, the whole time I was wondering, like, is he getting a happy ending from a seven year old huh. woman? <laughs> it's more like a secret menu option yeah. or something. Yeah, weird. you know. Weird so, and gross. Yeah, and they, they just have a little little Harajuku girl with strong wrists in the back room who just pops out when, when needed. What's Harajuku? Um, uh, it's just a style of Japanese, like poppy pigtails and over the top. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I made a lot of fucking big, stupid mistakes. I yeah. can't remember half of them, uh, but you know, um, I definitely fell asleep on a beach one time, uh, drunk, uh, in the day. And oh, was... and, and, and you're so pale that I'm sure that that resulted in what can only be described as a medical emergency. Pretty much, exactly. Um, you know, I, I hitchhiked there. Uh, and oh, wow. So yeah. you didn't even like, you didn't have like a reliable way to escape. <laughs> I made some really weird decisions. I, 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 you know, I had some weird, I don't know if you want to call it depression, whatever it is, but, you know, in my early 20s, when I lived up there in Humboldt County, I had some weird days. And, uh, yeah, I, I bought a six-pack of beer and threw it in a backpack and... And, <laughs> and went rogue. <laughs> went rogue and hitchhiked up the coast, went to a beach, and, you know, just was like, all right. It was a beautiful day. It, oh, my God. It's just gorgeous. And just sand. It's this beach called uh, Clam Beach up there. It's just sand for miles. It's just big, plain beach. Oh, my God. It's amazing. And so I just, you know... About four beers in, I think I just and then I <laughs> seems like a good time for a nice warm nap. <laughs> so dumb. I, everyone's fall, everyone's falling asleep on the beach. It gotten a horrible sunburn, I think, at some point. But I, it really depends on how pale you are in the first place. That was the rough part. I'm a pretty pale guy, and uh, so, you know, when I woke up, I felt I was like, oh god, like I can feel this right away. Um, so I put on a shirt and stuff, and I was still just like, oh, like I'm freezing. You know, I drank the rest of the beer, and it didn't really help much. And then I, by the time I was hitchhiking home, it was dark. Um, but I managed to hitchhike home. This random girl picked me up, older girl. Um, <laughs> and, hey, uh, how about a back rub? Yeah. <laughs> and she just looked like she felt bad for me, but she was like, are you okay? I'm like, uh, and she was like, you look... I'm you're just your your whole face is just 
glowing red. And I'm like, yeah, it's a really bad sunburn. And she's like, yes, it's a really it's bad sunburn. It's bad or you're from hell. And so, you know, I fucking passed out that night. And then the next day, immediately went to, like, the local health center. And they gave me uh, steroids to... Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, they were like, well, we want to keep your body from going into shock at this point. So here's some steroids for that. Jeez. Um, you know, because you have, like, they call it like a third degree sunburn or something like that yeah. and it was just it's, my it's, face it's, and my it's whole fourth, it's fourth if you're irish yeah <laughs> and was, i got a, i had a giant blister my whole stomach was one big oh. blister um but speaking of horrible it's we, the we drug got monster this. we got with the drug monsters here matlock zumsteg to help us close out the show am i early i'm early right Oh, yeah, buddy. Um, so we've been spending the last hour talking about uh, embarrassing drug stories, about how uh, embarrassing drug stories have affected our jobs. Yep. Alcohol and, uh, stories. And alcohol. And um, so I, I, actually, we're at the end, but and I do have to go, but I do need one long, embarrassing drug story from you, if you could. Well, unfortunately, I've, I've never had an embarrassing drug story. I've had a lot of drugs. I've done I know, a yeah, yeah. Drugs, but never done anything uncouth or embarrassed myself. Not every time I get um, my cool. Never affects my work. I've stayed, I've stayed level. I've stayed, I've stayed stable. Never, never affected my work. Uh, I've always passed every drug screening, no matter how many drugs I'm on. And Don't know how, don't know why, don't care. Yeah. Um, honestly, I work better on drugs. Um, yeah, and my my sure. bosses have, have claimed such and uh, have insisted that I be as high as possible before I show up. Because really, <laughs> the amount of energy I bring to the job, you know, when I'm on crank... Um, <laughs> sure. they, I mean, the, it inspires the rest of the workforce. They yeah, really, they I mean, see they have that, to step they look it up. up to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm not allowed to sell to them anymore. Um, the, the, my boss would prefer that the company think that it's all just, you know, manpower, just sheer willpower that's bringing this force of energy to my job. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it um, is in fact methamphetamine. Yeah, yeah. And a few of them found that out, and they had to get fired. But um, to everyone else, I'm a Superman. That's all right, though, because I did their jobs too. Yeah, and crank, my managers. Crank makes you superhuman, children. Yeah, you can work forever and faster than you ever thought possible. A couple of um, a couple of negative Nancys complained that I was wearing the same clothes for three days, three months, and I'm like, "What do you expect? I haven't gone home or slept. This is my work uniform. Yeah, it's obviously just my work uniform. Okay, so, are you so, anti productivity? You're wearing a sombrero and a plastic trash bag. <laughs> right. Safety helmet. <laughs> Toxic shield. <laughs> Toxic shield. Uh, it, holds, it holds toxins in. Why wouldn't it Just keep them out? This um, is my uh, OSHA regulated toxic shield. <laughs> <laughs> So ra rather than put you on the spot and just make you uh, and like dr you know, relive every horrible thing you've done, I remember you you've spent a lot of years on drugs. delivering delivering pizza and mm -hmm. and smoking a lot of weed. And well, so that's when true. those two collide, what are some of the more interesting things that have happened? Well, what's funny is they go hand in hand. Like I never smoked oh, yeah, weed yeah. until I started delivery driving. And then sure. it's just sort of like, why am I behind all the other delivery drivers? And then you found out the secret. They're all stoned. Um, you know, so, so um, that's not true. But, uh, but this, is, <laughs> this is true. I wanted just, to believe, I, but I For all the know, children at home. This is, yeah. Listen to this episode with your kids in the room. Um, yeah. So uh, what I discovered was, I mean, some of the drivers were just like getting stoned. Like one dude was just taking naps in his car after deliveries for half an hour, then coming back, picking up a delivery and heading out, drop it Beautiful. off. And Beautiful. Nap. Um, God, I've, never, I've never had the balls to slack that hard. Oh, you do it all the time, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't go into your work, so it's like they don't know That's if true. you're sleeping half the time. Um, you're worse than I am. No, uh, so... no but I, I mean when there's a chance of getting caught, like I would, I would you know. like. But dude, you're yeah. in your own car. You're like, if anything, they're like, oh, you're back late. And you're like, yeah, I got lost. And it's like, how are they supposed <laughs> yeah. to check on you? Yeah. yeah. I hit another alligator. I don't know what to tell you. Guy wouldn't come to the door, so I had to go around back. 
That's so funny. <laughs> dog everybody had like GPS to rely on. Yeah, you could just yeah. say such fucking bullshit. I yeah. know. I'm just, yeah. a, I'm just I, an idiot. I, I turned left and I was at the top of a mountain. <laughs> and I so, had to fight a bear. <laughs> that's the last part of my story is there was no GPS at the time. So we all had this giant map uh, at oh, the God. pizza restaurant. You had to, before you left, like write down, okay, take a left on armory, take a right on range. Okay. And like sort of nice. give yourself directions. Yeah. Um, uh, this was back in the day of MapFinder. What was it? MapQuest? MapQuest. Yeah. MapQuest. So right, map you could yeah. print it out. Yeah. So what I would do is I'd, I'd, write down the, I'd write down the address. I'd get in my car. I'd drive a little bit away. I'd get really stoned. And then what I noticed after a while was that I would just, it was like time travel because I would just be pulling out of the restaurant and then suddenly I'd be pulling up to the house. You just teleport from point A to point B. <laughs> like, because I would be like, oh, I'm here. And I'm like, was I even looking at the directions? Did I even know? How... Yeah. Am I a god? It, it was. It was like magic. And I was like, wow, if every day could go this great. It's like, That's you awesome. don't even notice the traffic. It's like, all right, bam, now, and I'm money in hand. All right. Whoa, now, I'm back at work. Cool. Let's did see that, you. Did, that, did, that, did that ever go the other direction, though? Did you ever get Never. really high, jump in the car, and be like, all of a sudden, I'm in the drive-thru at Wendy's? You know what happened? You know what happened a couple times was that I would set down my pizza bag on the trunk of the car. Um, oh, just no. to set stuff or get stuff in and out of the car before I left. And I did leave empty the pizza bag on the trunk of the car twice and it fell off and I went, Oh shit, I'm an idiot. I'm stoned. And then I would pull, throw it back in. I don't think there were, it ever fell off the car with pizzas in the bag, but. Well, tr uh, truly you've shown us all up with the lowest low that a drug use and jobs can do. It's to the dream kids. I like how it's Steven and I both talking about like horrible, dangerous shit. And I was like, it makes me better. <laughs> <laughs> I, you can drive, you can drive better. You can navigate better. Your mind works sharper. You, you teleport places. You're never bored. It's great. One of my favorite videos <laughs> I got shown in, in a DMV or what was it? The driving class that you take uh, before you take your driver's permit yeah, yeah. uh yeah. they showed this this uh t vhs tape from like the 70s of these people on an airstrip and there were cones all over the airstrip and cars and they were like we're gonna let these people drive sober between the cones and then we're gonna let them drink and drive between the cones and I see like and, I they, and they interviewed them all before and they're like uh so do you think drinking affects your driving and like almost every one of these people was like oh no i drive oh. better when i'm drunk like I drive so much better. Yeah, I'm drunk right now. Never affects me. And then obviously yeah. you watch the the cars <laughs> just swerving yeah. between the cones after they've drunk. It's like boom, 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 And everybody's laughing. You killed fourteen their children off. the whole time. They're just like, oh my god, look what I did! Oh, I'm holy a great shit! Driver. <laughs> I'm doing better than I normally would. Thunk, thunk, thunk. That's amazing, um, though. The prevailing attitude at, in that era at that was time, just yeah. like, well, you know, well at the time, too, a lot of people, you, if you got pulled over, you know, if you got pulled over, well, I don't know, I guess it depended upon circumstances, but a lot of time I've heard, they would just be like, oh, well, you're right down the street, just get, get down. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, no, just no. My, my my dad and my Go uncle ahead. told me about that. They said that in the in the '60s, like and '70s, when they were driving around, um, I mean, like they would get wasted and drive around, and literally that's all they were doing was just driving. <laughs> and yeah. they would so they get really drunk and they would drive around. And they said if, if a cop saw you swerving all over the road, jumping the curb, you know, they'd pull you over. And they'd be like, hey, what's going on? And you're like, sorry, I had too much to drink. And they'd be like, well, go home. Like, get mm -hmm. out of here. Mm -hmm. like, wow. And that was, that was it. <laughs> like, stop driving around and drive home. <laughs> drive past the two schools on the way home. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and that was it. It was literally like, well, they, like, it was like a finger wag. It was like, well, yeah. you shouldn't, shouldn't be out just cruising around. Next time you try this, you mind trying head it after for, 7 o'clock? Try after seven home. PM if you're going to do this kind of shit. Yeah, okay? go home. That was, no. that was it. Go home. Yeah, you don't need to be out here doing this. Go home. If you want to drive start drunk, heading home, you'll stop driving drunk. Kids go to bed at eight, so after eight, you can do whatever the fuck you want. You drive all around, all over the town. Anybody who gets hit probably deserves it. This is so educational for so many people. I just. So glad I, you you're know, here, Matlock. Can we can, <laughs> can we do like a side podcast or like a video, like a YouTube okay. channel where like we just give, wrong, give bad advice and just explain <laughs> all the reasons that it's like smarter and better to drive drunk or to do drugs? I, 
I don't think you realize we've been making that for about a couple months now. Oh yeah, but I mean serious, <laughs> like really, like mean it, you know. I, yeah. I told you guys about drunk driver number one, right? Uh, I don't think so. No, ra- go ahead. You I told me about two, soon, but... three, and four, but not number. It was three. when I was uh, when I was a little kid. Uh, we had wow. Big, we had we had a, we had a big station wagon, and uh, my dad would take us to Shakey's Pizza. And, uh, you know, we'd all have pizza and he'd get plowed on just pictures of beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, those were the days. <laughs> yeah. My butt hurts. I've got to go. And so, <laughs> you know, he was amazing. He could, like, drive the car home straight on the main street, no problem. And then... I'm so proud of him. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's not... It's, there's mixed yes. feelings for sure. Man, but... man was an expert. <laughs> He had this game where as soon as he pulled onto our street, which was like a side residential street with like zero traffic, pretty much, you know, some, you know, somebody was coming with But anyway, pulled down our, our, our street, <laughs> he'd go, okay, drunk driver number one, <laughs> drunk driver number one. Turn into a little game for the kids. <laughs> he swerved from curb to curb, like oh the my whole God. fucking street. Me and my sister would be in the back back of the station wedge. It didn't have any seats or anything. It was just a floor. So we would be like rolling around. Like, <laughs> it was fun. Like we had fun. All the kids were laughing. It was All great. Loved no it. one wore seat belts and some of us died and we <laughs> loved it. That's the weirdest part. Everybody was just like, this is the funnest. Like, you know, we would ask, play so, drunk driver number one. Like, we'll uh, do it again, Dad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I promised myself on that day I would not let my child go a day without playing drunk driver with me in the car. And I've stayed pretty true to it. (laughs) He's the happiest kid. Was the happiest kid. He was was so happy until we had to unplug him. We left the windows down one day and he just didn't have a seatbelt on. That actually did happen to me once. My dad put me in the truck and got in the other side of the truck and um, I didn't realize the door didn't latch and I was no seatbelt belt because it was an old truck so he literally just got in took a tight turn around the, the cul-de-sac and i just, <laughs> just flew out the door oh, on, onto the asphalt and he didn't notice for like a few seconds and then he looks over after he's like just turning out of the road and the door's open and i'm not in the car oh, jesus so Let's... then he turns around and he comes back and he thinks, and he runs me over. No, no, he, he's pissed at me because he thought I opened the car door and jumped out. I right. jumped out. You you threw me out of the car. No, yeah. I didn't. Like, why the fuck would you do that? And I was like, and I was You're like, what? Well, yeah, it's like someone hitting you and being like, why did you do that to yourself? Why did you make me hit you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like, oh, it was dark. Let's uh, all anyway, laugh so... about dark stories from childhood <laughs> that you shouldn't laugh about. Yeah. Shall we? My parents are great. Nothing ever went wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, this has been the podcast records telling you that uh, drugs are good or bad. It really depends. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) What are your circumstances? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Matlock. Zumsteg for jumping in late and being You're our, uh, our saving finale. the show. Yeah, I know. Brought, brought us out of hell. Um, we'll see how the editing goes on this one. Um, and uh, yeah, well, everyone, you can check us out at podcastrecords.com. Um, you can look on Facebook and type in that same thing and find us. Um, or you can't find us. That's the other option. You can just yeah. not look. Remember, everything we said today was a lie. All falsity, <laughs> false, false, falsehoods. For legal reasons, all of this is comedy and parody. Good I day. never mean anything Pure imaginary I buffoonery and poppycock. <laughs> yep. We're all Mormons. Good day. Da-da-da.